What's up, After Buzzers? Welcome back to This Is Us After Show, episode two of Philadelphia Story. We had a couple special guests come back. A lot of heartwarming moments in the past and a lot of conversations happening in the future, so you won't want to miss it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. This is, I think, the actual opening song of yeah, this. Yeah. Is. We were like scrolling trying to find a song, and I was like, oh, this sounds nice. I'm like, this sounds very, this is us. That's so why. familiar. Where have I, I heard that song why. before? <laughs> That's why I love it so much. It exactly. It's and like, it gets me brain. ready to be like in my feelings. I'm oh, just it just like, yeah. Kinda, yeah, it kind of settles you down. Yeah. Eases you in, mm. transition into your feelings. Oh, yes, I like that. I also like that I'm back on the panel with Yay! you guys. Yay! <laughs> oh, but for those of you guys that are just joining us for season three of This Is Us, my name is Candace Cruz, and you obviously know these two lovely human beings sitting next to me to my left. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm Paris Rose. What's up, everybody? Keith Andre here. This was such a good episode. Yeah. I really liked it. I didn't feel like too heavy, mm. yeah. which I know that sometimes episodes of This Is Us can make us feel really in our feelings. Yeah. yeah. But this one was just, I felt like putting building blocks together. Yeah. It was like a mellow, even tone kind of mm-hmm. in your feeling situation. Mm-hmm. It didn't get too hectic or too low or too high, but it did. I mean, I definitely was in my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I think it showed us, like, an interesting backstory for all three mm-hmm. of the ch- children. Like, Kevin, Randall, I'm going to say Chrissy, Kate. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I've been calling her Chrissy tonight, and I'm yes. like, no, that's not right, that's not right. <laughs> I feel like we get, like, more insight into why they are the way they are. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of that, we did get to, I mean, just starting off in the past of kind of, this is one of the first moments where we're really seeing them settle into their new life post Jack. Yeah. You know, we saw a little bit of it last episode, but this was really where we're seeing what's happening with their lives, how they, the young three started to become a little bit more of what we see now and where those roles kind of fell into place because of our patriarch, you know, passing away. Um, How did you guys feel about the way that they set up the finding the new house and the college conversations and this like tension that you can literally like right. feel. Um, I will say that I really appreciated how they showed. Um, oh, not Kate. Oh my gosh, what's her name? The mom. What is her name? Rebecca. 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 Oh my gosh. Brain fart tonight, guys. <laughs> Anyways, I liked how they showed um, Rebecca's story and how she kind of dealt with her grieving mm. because it was very real. I, I mean, a lot of moms would think that they can be strong. They're gonna handle. They're gonna be everything for their kids. But honestly, everyone grieves differently. Yeah. And I get it. I mean, yes, it's her job to keep everyone together. But I feel like it was more realistic to actually show that she was breaking apart too. And yeah, she's seeing Kate gaining weight. She's seeing that Kevin's drinking, but she just can't. She doesn't have the strength. So I... I mean, it was heavy to see, but I thought that was real realistic. Yeah, and they always do a good job of kind of inserting the realness of, like, Mm -hmm. what happens in real life. I'm really intrigued by the fact that in so many ways, we're able to pick up right where we left off last season. Mm-hmm. Even in each generation of like character development, to be able to see them get right back into those places. And I had mentioned last week just about how there are always these unanswered questions. So for me, like dealing with the grief was huge because we got to see the decision around colleges and you know all these things where we were trying to um, predict. You know, we have yeah. our predictions and we're trying to figure out, okay, well, which school did Randall go to? What happened with Kate's story? And so now we get to see those answers and we get more of the reasons of like why they are who they are 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, for, for Rebecca, kind of going off of what you said, just, mm-hmm. I can't imagine losing the one person, the love of your life, especially when in last episode we saw their first date. Right. And you really kind of fall back in love with like this Jack and Rebecca dynamic. Yeah. Jack and Rebecca dynamic. And to see her like just walking around like aimlessly and these conversations that she's having mm-hmm. with him. Oh gosh, it gives me chills of like thinking, how do you exist in your life when your other half is no longer there? Like yeah. it's like your arm is gone. Yeah. And to be leading these three like almost high school graduate Right. Kids. Yeah. Right. And try to help them find a new home when you just lost your home in a fire. Like, that's hard enough as it is, but then you lost your dad and you got to buy a new house and you're a single mom. Yeah. I it, mean, there's always a lot, right. a lot, a lot going on. But I'm glad you did mention the first date because it was yeah. good to kind of see the juxtaposition mm. of those two things. Because when you deal with loss and grief, you always have these memories that creep up. So it's nice for, I think, us as like consumers and watchers of the show to be able to see like we already knew how impacted she was by Jack you know everybody loves him but you really get to follow her story like they went from this first state to now life-changing moments Mm -hmm. that affects everybody from here on out and I love the juxtaposition as well of when she was kind of talking to herself of like you know, what about the light? Or you've never had pester mm. in your life. And then fast forward throughout the episode, we see them actually having have that, that conversation. Yeah. And it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I Perfect. loved it. But before we get yeah. any deeper into this, I know we want to talk about it. I have a little message for us after buzzers. Yes. So, hey, After Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows, not just This Is Us, um, from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There's no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. Do that, guys. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that is tailor-made for you, and you'll help After Buzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, because I definitely would be, you don't have to because they are optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out our AfterBuzz YouTube channel as well. Let us know you did so and we will shout you out and thank you in on air. So for now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. And I will say that This Is Us fans go strong. (laughs) Like the numbers and the guy, all of you guys that tune in every (laughs) single week and in the live chat, there's just so much happening. So you guys be sure to, like like she said, subscribe, but comment below. Mm -hmm. Let us know what your favorite moments are. We're going to be doing our special segment later on, and we'd love to hear what your tearjerker moment was um so continue watching and again we love you guys so much but i also loved the the randall situation and i think they did a great job of showing his past and getting accepted into college and having like this this life-changing exciting moment Mm -hmm. and then that fall of like my dad's not here for it and then him trying to figure out how he fits in like what did you guys think about Randall's journey throughout this entire episode? Because he had some highs and some serious <laughs> lows. I, I mean, mean, he definitely did. I think Randall is 
He used to be my favorite. He's one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy for me to identify with Randall. And throughout the episode, I saw so many instances where I could kind of see myself or my own life as like a black man and going to an HBCU and all these things. But we really got to see like the pressure that kind of came with Randall being Randall. A lot of the times we identify with his character and we know like, oh, he does too much or his relationship with Deja. But we got to see where that comes from, kind of this need to like people please and, and to fit in. And I think everybody can identify with that, you know, some way or another. So it was really good to see that and just to learn, like, there's this pressure that he has, this weight to, like, make his two fathers proud. You know, he said that as well. And it's just like, gosh, when can Randall just be Randall? And it's almost as if he can't. So, I mean, I don't know. That's why I was, like, really in my bag because it was just like, oh, my God, come on. Right. I felt for Randall in this episode. One, I just, like you were saying, I identify with his story, like, almost completely being a black woman Mm -hmm. growing up in a predominantly white neighborhood. So I was like, oh, God, yes, I feel you, Randall. (laughs) Um, But also I just feel for him because with that Chi-Chi moment, it's just like he cannot do any good. I thought it was an amazing thing that he fixed the light bulbs and he's really working. He met with the the mayor and he's trying to really get this um, recreation center fixed. And she only saw the fact that you don't really fit in. Like, you get to go home and live in the suburbs. I just don't think at that moment that that's necessary. Well, I, I don't understand why people always seem a little bit ungrateful for things, the good things that Randall is trying to do. Mm-hmm. Deja, everyone just seems like he can't get it right. Well, I mean, he even said that himself, and I totally relate with this comment of, like, I'm either doing too much or not enough. Yes. And yeah. there's no happy medium. And I just feel for him because he's trying so hard to... And I don't even think... He, going back to what you were saying of like, when can he really be himself? I don't even think he really knows who himself is. Yeah. Because he's always been such a people pleaser that he's kind of molded himself and been a malleable human that he doesn't really stay stagnant enough to be one person. He's like so malleable that he doesn't really have like this one... like. Randall, Mm -hmm. which is an an amazing quality to have, but also an exhausting quality to have. Yeah. In so many ways, you kind of have to sell yourself short. Mm. I mean, the only thing I can like liking, liken it to is people talk often of like code switching or, you know, having Mm. to come in Mm. and out. And so it shows that as easily accepted as Randall is into this home and this household, he still is in between like these two worlds that he has to navigate. And we really got the, the, the butt of that at the end with, um, you know, Kate, uh, when Kate was saying oh. that she was the only one that would be able to pass yeah. on more of her father. And, you know, you're, you're faced with, like, Randall feeling like, well, wow, I am a part of this family. I know that and I feel it. But my sister, you know, still there are these lines of differences that I kind of have to, like, grapple with. Which sucks. And, I, I mean, we'll talk <laughs> a little bit more about that later. But to me, at that point, like, you've been with each other your entire lives. Yes. You were not adopted when you were two or three. Mm-hmm. You didn't come into this family later on. You were literally there from the beginning. And the fact that your own sister mm-hmm. still has that judgment in her head that you are not part of us mm-hmm. or one of us yeah. just... It, it, because it's subconscious. It's a Freudian exactly. slip, yes. which means that it's still there, even though, like, which means there's still that tiptoeing conversation, which Rebecca even had with Kate. Yes. She yeah. had that tiptoeing, like, conversation. And then there's the whole Kevin tiptoeing that we dealt with last season of the alcohol. So yeah. it's very interesting to see, like, families in general 
and what we hold on to. Yeah. yeah. And what we won't say, but we really want to say. Oh, my gosh. And, and it's taboo. We think about how often that happens. Yes. Like, oh. all the time. But they do a great job of kind of sticking that in our faces. You mm-hmm. you have no choice but to think about that. And and to Kate's benefit, I think that's for sure, like, a human quality. Mm-hmm. Like, you said, yeah. it's not about intent or mm-hmm. we know there's not malice, but it's just really, like, insensitive. Mm-hmm. And it's hurtful. Especially because I feel like he's the most like Jack. <laughs> oh my like, gosh, he, yes. He has that spirit, the games, when someone's down, he can get them up. He's the most Jack. And so for her to say that, I was offended for him. Mm-hmm. I even like, and this is just so weird, but now that you said that, sometimes you can look in his face and you can almost see a little bit of Milo. The expressions. Like the expressions <laughs> and the mannerisms. And I'm like, because yeah. they don't act together. Right. They rarely are together oh, yeah. on screen. Yeah. So the fact that this performer can just kind of take on that trait and you're like, Maybe that's my mind playing tricks on yeah. me. I don't know. <laughs> but I still sometimes am like, oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the little mannerism right there. Yeah, I think in the mannerisms for sure. Yeah, definitely. But, I, I mean, kind of, we didn't really touch on Deja too much, but I think it's even interesting to see a little bit of a reflection of Deja and Randall as well of just trying to figure out where she fits in. Mm-hmm. Like the conversation that they had when they left the school. What did you think about that whole relationship, Paris, with... The two of them. So I was actually thinking about how it kind of parallels Deja and Randall's experience kind of being adopted. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same thing with Deja. No, it's not race. It's not like a black girl into a white family. But now it's the, um, like, she's a poor black girl going the into eco- a... economic status. E- yes, yes, economic status. That is what I wanted to say. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And there's big differences there. Mm-hmm. And so I think Randall assumed, okay, well, at least she's in a black family. She's going to be comfortable. And completely forgot about this whole economic status and the differences that comes with that. So I thought that was really interesting because, once again, she's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. And he, I don't think he gets that either because he's been, you know, he tries so hard to get that. Yeah. And that's where I think Chi Chi was coming with like, yes. you don't fit in, you're trying too hard, you didn't just sit back and like actually accept us as, right. as people, you just saw the things that you could fix. Right, yeah. you're not one of us. At, a, at some point, Randall has to like take ownership of that yeah. because the reality of the situation is that you're not. I really enjoy Randall and Deja's relationship. Mm-hmm. I think it's super cute and I love that they can have those kind of conversations because with his other two daughters, they would never say, oh my God, this school is like too white. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because well, they have no. no context for that. Yeah. Exactly. But Deja does. So she can share in that. But to your point, I mean, there and both of your points, there's only so much experience Randall has because from birth, you've mm-hmm. lived yeah. this life, you know, with a certain amount of stature or privilege mm-hmm. or whatever it is. So he just really needs to find a way to take ownership. Hey, I'm just not regular. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to I do mean, about are, it. Are any of us regular? Like, nope. Let's be real, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't feel like I don't fit in here. I don't fit in there. Right. I don't know. Right. I'm right. just me. That's all you can be. Yeah. Um, who else I really enjoyed was um, Kevin's new relationship. Mm. Kind of want to jump over to him because <laughs> he, I feel like even going into predictions later on in the episode where we're going to see a lot more of him and it's, I feel like it's going to be a very Kevin-centric episode yeah. next yeah. Next episode, but seeing his relationship, his newfound love, and the real love that I was wanting last season. You were. I'm sorry. I told you he was never going to go back to her. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Know what was her. the love you wanted last season? I wanted Kevin to. I was going to say my name. Maybe right. that's a Florian slip. Right there. I'm like, you wanted Candace to do what? <laughs> I wanted to find some. What's happening here? <laughs> 
Uh, I wanted Kevin to find like real love that wasn't like a needy like subservient or having to be like I feel like that was almost his crutch Okay. of if it wasn't alcohol it was the relationship that he had had from childhood and that she was there during the death so I was like he needs to find like real adult love that's healthy (laughs) for both parties involved Yeah. and I think he's kind of starting to Oh my, you think he f- is finding it with Zoe? I hope so. Oh my gosh, she's so wishy-washy. Oh. Yeah, but he's getting a taste of his own medicine. <laughs> no, she is, like Beth said, she is unstable. She's not ready for that. <laughs> and I get it. She she started <laughs> she started off the episode being like, you know, you're kind of a clinger. It's too fast. You're too serious. And then she ended with like, okay, you can pick me up from the airport. So I'm guessing they're showing she's changing. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe it. I wish I could have that guts to be like, pick me up at Terminal and 4 this, tomorrow. And Thank don't you very much. And don't be late. Let's be very clear about it. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence. I mean, Beth did give us the warning, which is fine. But two, we know like in life, you get warnings about people. And yeah. sometimes they need that other person. So Zoe could very mm. well need Kevin to break her out okay. of her regimen. It was nice to just see them kind of get over the elephant in the room like in any stage of like dating it's like okay are we dating are we not like do you want to come do you want to not come so it was nice to have that moment and I feel like he needed that Kevin always gets like looked over and left behind so it was nice for them to have that exchange but I don't know I'm interested to see like how far their relationship will really go well don't forget we did have that future flash forward at the end of last season where they were going on the plane over to Vietnam so we at least know they're getting to that point in their relationship that's all we got Mm -hmm. (laughs) but they're Mm -hmm. getting there Um, but it it was really nice to see that and I think maybe she's not the one but she's the one that will get him to the one Yes. Oh, yeah. They can right be now. that yeah. yeah, right now and he needs that to get over everything else. And that moment where he held the wine in the basket, I know it was a very brief moment, but it was really nice to see him kind of mm. have that flash of when he was drinking a oh, lot. Yeah. Right. And then having his like kind of moment mm-hmm. of seeing how far he's gone. And I mean, it was a really powerful statement for him to be like, Dad was the only one that believed in me and that was why he was the hardest on me. Yeah. He's come a long way. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has come a long way. All the way. Like, yeah. across the football field. Like, Seriously. from point A to point B. We hate it, Kevin. Yeah, we hate it. Oh, yeah. did you guys? Oh, oh I always empathize with Kevin. I didn't empathize until he broke down about that necklace. And then that's when I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, I see God. you. I see you. I'm here with you on yeah. this journey. Yes. That was my only time where I was like, no, please don't. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I really do like the Kevin that he's becoming... That little moment of like, but wait a second, I can carry on dad too. I think he started thinking about kids and thinking about like, maybe Zoe's that person that will make him think like, future. Yeah. Because he did say last season, like, I'm not good for you. I don't need kids. I don't need to spread any of this on. And now he's kind of, like, changing his tune a little bit. Yeah. But I didn't think it was uncommon for Kevin to want to have children. I mean, look at how well he does with Randall's kids. That's true. So I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Kate. I guess. Dagger's throne. Yeah, I mean, exactly. she just was. She's, she's in her out. own. She's just in her own world at the moment. <laughs> the so. process, <laughs> yes. the hormones is really. I mean, let's be real though. Kate really does take everything to heart very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost every time mm-hmm. she's the one that like throws the daggers because she feels like it's always directed at her, even yeah. though it's not really at her. She's one of those that thinks everybody's looking at her when they're really not looking at her at all. Right. I feel yeah. like she's one of those people that like, what are you talking about? Are you talking about me? 
Right. She spends a great deal of time projecting her own like. Mm. That's the best way of putting it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to get. She needs to get a grip. And she needs to realize that Toby is hurting. How is she so uh, disconnected I from know. her husband? It's really frustrating to me. He's clearly spiraling downhill. And she's just not, she's not realizing at all. Or she dismisses it really quickly. Like, is everything okay? And he's like, yeah, fine. Like, the fine that you know something's wrong. And she's like, okay, done. Yeah. Well, she is too, I mean, to be fair, she is beginning to take notes. She saw the leg shaking. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, this week she said she never saw him blow up. So it could be a slow process. Okay. But I, I mean... It would be nice for her to get there sooner because look at how <laughs> swift he is yes. for her. Mm. So That stand-up moment mm. against Rebecca, I'm sorry, I gotta yes. talk about yes. that because yes. that was <laughs> like a men Toby, thank you. Yes. And even though I feel like both parties were very validated yeah. in their thoughts and where they're coming from, like it all comes from a place of love. Like I feel like that's a true testament to a husband and wife relationship when they're like, Standing up to the parents. Like, yeah. no, no, no. We are adults. <laughs> this is our life, not yours. Yeah. Like, let us make our decision. We've already thought about all of it. Don't make us think about it anymore yeah. than we need to think yeah. about. And it's important to have those moments. I thought about that, too. Just just what it kind of takes to kind of have confrontation with your parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get to a certain age and it's like, okay, we're both grown here, so <laughs> what are we going to do? Yeah. But we saw the, the younger Pearsons, Randall had to like yeah. Rebecca and like let her know. So that's something that she's had to be faced with and I don't know if just like when Randall did it, it helped her to take the turn because mm-hmm. we saw after that happened, you know, then she's given Kate the needle, but I don't know. It takes a lot to really like tell your parent how you really feel, and yeah. so I, I I thought it was admirable of Toby. I'm glad he had his moment um, to do that. I think that it was necessary, but it also let me know how much Toby can be impacted and you know yeah. pressure. I, since the first episode, I begin to like think or, around his depression or what mm. is he really dealing with yeah. or why is he feeling this way? He's always happy and this and that, but you get to see like. I mean, how much work it takes to, like, be in this family yeah. and, like, Ooh. be on the outskirts yes. of it and just bite the bullet? No. No thanks. Well, I also feel like, talking about Rebecca a little bit as well, I feel like we saw a moment where she really realizes that it's kind of a little bit of her fault as a parent mm-hmm. that Kate is where she's at today with her weight. Yeah. And I think that that's probably why she's, like, standing up so much and feels this, like power of like stepping in to protect her daughter is because she didn't protect her when she needed to because she was still grieving her own husband like there was that moment on the couch when Mm -hmm. kate said i've gained 25 pounds that's not just telling you that's a cry for help right that's like mama help me yeah like i i mean maybe it wasn't maybe that's just me like putting that on her but i just know like when i make comments like that or of that stature, whether or not it be that specific comment, that's me, like, asking inadvertently for help. Mm-hmm. Someone yeah. pay attention to what is happening right now. And all her mom did was grab a cookie and eat a cookie, too. I mean, I think that's a good point. Yeah. I think it was a cry for help, mm-hmm. for sure. But, too, I mean, from Rebecca's standpoint, I get why she made the decision that she yeah. did. Their Both relationship were... has always been rocky. And I think it was a moment where she wanted to 
kind of coddle her child or have yeah. like this bond mm. thing. I don't think she really wanted to eat that cookie, but she <laughs> ate it to try to make like connect somehow. She wanted to make her feel better. Yeah. Or did she think that her daughter would end up at the, the, that far? Where she, yeah. At that right. point. I mean, yeah. This is a phase. She's 17, almost She's 18. Grieving. She's right? grieving. Yeah. It's a problem. But it's good that she can look back and see where she could have definitely done things different. Yeah. And I was kind of surprised for Kate to note that she wanted that as well. When yeah. she said, mm-hmm. you've been silent all these years you never said anything about weight and now you want to talk about it mm-hmm. so it's to your point I mean she definitely wanted the attention she, it was a cry for help mm-hmm. but at the same time it just shows that being a parent you just cannot win no <laughs> ever like ever. I feel really bad for Rebecca because when she did she when she was younger she really was on Kate about weight and not in a like picking on her way but in like let's eat healthy together let's do broccoli mm-hmm. together and not and, and for all of them but she um Kate did not like that. And so she let it go when she became a teen. And it's like, well, you didn't let it go. You didn't mention it anymore. It's, I feel like there's no winning for nope, Rebecca. Right. There's nothing um, that I could have done right. Right. No, and she's greatly misunderstood. Mm. I feel like she needs to explain herself a little more. Because Rebecca? Went, yeah, yeah. When Toby had that like crazy comeback, I thought, like, you tell her. But then in the bathroom, when she's explaining why she's so paralyzed by Kate yeah. going under the surgery, it makes so much sense. And I think oh. even Kate was like, yeah, that, that mm-hmm. makes sense. I didn't mm-hmm. think about that. I just feel like Rebecca should express herself a little better. I agree. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's been that way a lot since Jack, and I think that that's probably the pivotal moment when she did kind of step back because she was very outspoken and yes. bubbly mm-hmm. and loud and held her own before Jack passed. And now that I think about it, I've never actually thought about this, of the differences between Rebecca before Jack's death and after, of her kind of subdued, loving, very nurturing, like, I'm here for you, sweetheart. Like, yes, Mm -hmm. she rarely speaks up. When she does, it's because she really has something to say. But then previously it was like, no, like, I'm going to... That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that was the pivotal moment that we're starting to see that shift in her personality, too. I think you're right about that. Mm-hmm. But I it, never it, thought about it, but... <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Light bulb! <laughs> yes. Moment! Yes, please. <laughs> you know what our other light bulb moments is when you listen to podcasts when you're driving down the street, and now we've got a bunch of uh, podcasts from AfterBuzz TV, just like she was saying, YouTube subscribing. Yes. You can go on to iTunes. I think we're going to have an announcement shortly about other places that you yes. can find us. Um, so hopefully in the next few weeks we'll be able to tell you guys the exciting news. Very soon. Very, very <laughs> soon. But for now, be sure to go on and over to iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and definitely comment below because those ratings and those comments really do yes. up our visibility on iTunes. And of course, as After Buzz TV, we're ESPN of TV Talk, so there are plenty of podcasts that you can listen to on your long commutes because I have a 30-minute drive to work every day and I don't want to listen to the radio all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You have to switch it up. And I yep. double-checked my email. It's safe to announce that you can oh, now... Oh, we can now announce We can announce No, Keith, I'm going to let you take that. <laughs> we can announce... You guys can now find This Is Us as well as all of After Buzz TV, uh, Black Hollywood, <laughs> pop, everything After Buzz is available on Spotify. Ah! 
How about that? I love that. Me too. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love Spotify. I pay $9 a month you for that. Spotify so person. I'm a Spotify yeah. all the way. But yes, that's super that's cool. exciting. And that's a big deal. It's hard to get on Spotify for podcasts. Just saying. Yeah. We know. We, we, we know. know. The, we know <laughs> we got podcast. that podcast life. <laughs> yeah. It's a hard thing. So you all guys go on over and subscribe to that as well. So now you have so many places to listen oh, to us. The options yes. are endless. It's amazing. <laughs> and definitely with This Is Us. I feel like this season's going to have a lot. I mean, we're only the second episode in. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it was kind of, I mean, like we said, it wasn't heavy, but it was like, okay, let's brace ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, revealing. And we didn't really have a lot of predictional type of storylines this episode. Mm-hmm. It was very just present day, past, which I kind of liked. Yeah. Give me a little bit of a breather from my brain of trying to figure out what's happening next. Because <laughs> I, I just... I mean, really, our brains go a thousand miles a minute. Last week, we were trying to figure out who the football player was and thinking, we needed everyone. Thanks so much for coming in the comments and Twitter and letting us know. Like, they were like, no, this is is a real real football player. He's not in their household. But why did he keep coming up, though? It was just like a Steelers thing. It was like a pivotal moment in the Steelers career. But why that one person? It really happened. And you know the show, um, they love like the Steelers. It's a miracle, Steelers, yeah. So. All right, Don't well, fight we'll just, it because I, I'm not fighting it. they will I'm, I'm fighting it. I'm just going to hold I'll it. forever know that now. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, oh they know that we don't know football. But we were just <laughs> trying to find a way to make it click. Like, no, this is so his father. No. So I'm like, okay, yeah. relax. So it was good to have a week where we can just kind of think less about where we're going and enjoy the moment. Yeah. Yes, I, re- I really enjoyed that. <laughs> but um, kind of, we kind of touched on everybody so far. I kind of mm. want to go on into, do we want to do news or special segment? Let's do special segment first. Special segment. Because I like these. Okay, we have our handy dandy tissues for our tearjerker moment of the week. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I feel like we need music for that. We got to figure out. We got to figure out. If you have suggestions on music, because um <laughs> not throwing shade, but... Somebody doesn't know how to pick music. <laughs> Don't hand me the odds, okay? I can't pick. I'll put like the Macarena. You got good on. music taste. Just you not do. for you do for the show. I mean, some of the songs go I'm gonna that. go back and listen to. But I was just like, <laughs> just like, I can't figure out the tone. So I'm like, help me. We're gonna figure out a tearjerker moment. So okay. let us know what song suggestion you have that fits the tone of this is us, right? So we'll have the music to come with it. But each week we kind of look at the episode and think about the moment that was pretty impactful or like mm, moving and like calling this. it a tearjerker moment. It doesn't mean that this is how we judge the episode, but right. it's just kind right. of a good way to look back and identify what gave me the feels. Should we give a gauge of like, was it a one tissue moment, a four tissue moment, oh, a five idea. tissue moment? I like that. Five will be the most, <laughs> one will be the least. Yes. We'll go from a one to five scale. It's kind of like Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. yes. We'll do that. Perfect. So we'll do it whether it was a one tissue or a five tissue tearjerker moment. And y'all it. know if I'm actually crying and it's a five, <laughs> I'll probably cry on it. So just <laughs> let's just hope we don't Wait run out of that. tissue. Yeah. <laughs> Candace is back! <laughs> I want the tears. Oh my god, um, they'll be here before you know it. <laughs> let's see. All right, yes, well, I've got mine. With you, girl. Um, this is just, I'm gonna like pour out my Ooh, one tissue. Yes! Yeah. Oh, I like this. I like this. <laughs> mine was just one tissue, but it was when Chi Chi was telling Randall that he's just will never be, he's not one of them. I just realized, like, that is probably breaking Randall's heart in that moment Mm. and breaking mine. He is trying everything possible. And he really was proud of himself in that moment just to be depleted by her saying, like, you're not one of us. So 
it was just a feel for Randall. Yeah, for sure. For me, I'm going to go with Randall, but not really Randall because it's by way of William. But we saw so much of kind of Chi-Chi and that whole story Mm -hmm. coming together around her relationship from William to what it became or is becoming with Randall. Mm -hmm. But when, um, you know, William was just doing all this effort to kind of get to know her and when she finally, like told him she could hold her baby. Mm. And I was just like, wow, because he just needed, like, family. And they also did such a great job of, like, community and family. Like, Mm -hmm. that storyline always bleeds through, but I think when he was holding the baby and, like, kissing the hands, I'm just like, come on. (laughs) So I would give it probably, like, a two- like a two, two and to see Sky grown up too. Yeah, that was oh, nice. Yeah. That's a piece of yeah. piece of William. Yeah, and it was also nice to see William back. Okay, I love we saw seeing William. Him back. And we got to see Miguel. Oh yeah, we did get to see <laughs> Miguel. Okay, just throwing back to the Steelers thing for a second. I thought it was Miguel whenever he was walking through, and I was like, "Wait, is that Miguel? Is that like what happened? Is that why he's here?" <laughs> Clearly, I was not in the loop with the real life storyline, but that's okay. I was projecting that. I was like, (laughs) that's got to be Miguel. We're going to get more of Miguel. Because we don't know that much about him. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Side note. All right. I'm going to do... Randall's just getting all the love tonight. I'm going to give him... A two. (laughs) A two tissue. Okay. I just like doing that. I know I'll use these I gotta like wipe off the makeup okay Um, either way (laughs) uh, mine was actually the moment in the movie theater and it was so subtle Mm. and it was about the passing on Jack because Mm. we've seen this whole journey of this entire episode of him really trying to figure out where he belongs you get your uh, college acceptance that was the college that you went to with your dad your dad's not here to celebrate that moment then on top of it you're hanging out with your friends and you look over and you see his parents dancing and you're missing your parents and then you realize that you're not really gonna you're trying to figure out do you fit in like I can't do these dance moves like am I actually like gonna fit in at that college am i gonna like you know uh, how is that gonna play into it and then trying to play dad in a way and that's where he kind of falls into jack and that's why he sees so so much of jack in himself is that he took over that role because you know kevin and kate had their big issues after jack's death so to see that journey and then him trying so hard to fill william's shoes inadvertently and just with Deja, he's trying so hard that this entire episode, and it's not even like with an overarching effort. He's just, mm-hmm. I think that's who he is as yeah. a person. Yes. And to see all of that and then someone just like cut him at the knees of saying it, that Kate's the only one that could carry on Jack. And this one family that you love so much and that they're not considering you family in that small slip up. And I know it yeah. wasn't intentional. Oh, that look in the theater. I was just yes. like, the look yes. was perfect. Yes. perfect. That is why he was nominated for an Emmy. Just saying, Hello. oh my goodness. And Kate's right so clueless. One. She's all like, <laughs> right. Which is, it goes to show that it was not vindictive. Yeah. It was not meant yeah. to be that, but I'm hoping that that's going to be a conversation. Oh my God, it has to be. And I think especially because of the nature of his relationship with Kate. Mm, yeah. Like if it was Kevin who said it, it probably would make more sense for him. But right. then like it's Kate. I was like, oh my God, that look. 
Because no one takes Kevin seriously. <laughs> oh, no. And that was hard, too, for him. Oh, like yes. He was like, is anyone ever going to take me seriously? But to see his face, well, he right. was literally like, Randall, is anybody going to take me seriously? And poor Randall's just sitting there like, um, no comment. <laughs> I got my own thing. Right. I got my <laughs> own stuff happening right now, so can we just take a moment? Yes. yes and let oh, me deal with it. Let me deal with it. So the two tissue, I like this. Two tissue, two tissue, and Fine. one. Yes. No, you had a two. You had yeah, a I had one. a two. She had a one. You had a one. Okay. One. It's just a one. It's like the white flag of save me with the tears. Save me from the tears. Save me from yes. all the tears. Well, what's happening in the world of news for This Is Us as well before we get into predictions? Yeah, so. I did see one bit of news. It's always harder, I think, as the season kind of starts. There's a bunch of news beforehand, and then we kind of like, uh, what's going on here? But it just said before the season started, the Hollywood Reporter had put it out there that the five Pearsons, big five Pearsons, Kate, Randall, Jack, Rebecca, Kevin, have rallied together. They all have gotten their salaries negotiated. They'll be making $4.5 million per season. (laughs) Yes, indeedy. Which is a great look. Wow. <laughs> I mean, good it's, job. it's huge. It's always good, I think, now to see in television where stars rally together because yeah. you'll notice before now, um, their pay was different. I think Milo was getting 110000 Um Somebody else was getting 75000 Christy was getting like 40000 So now they're on an even playing field. Wow. And this we is per episode, same- guys. Yeah, it's a big deal. Per episode. So per per season is the four point five million. Per episode, they'll get the two hundred fifty thousand. Which I think kudos, especially in this day and age of television, when there's yeah. so many shows and so many networks are fronting a lot of money. Oh, yeah. And this is on NBC. This isn't on a streaming network yes. that has this huge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's amazing to to see this show do so well oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and that they're all banding together to realize like this is not laying on any one of our shoulders it's on all of us yes. like we all play a crucial part and if one falls you know they all kind of they make the show yeah so they do yeah that was amazing yeah i thought that was huge news kudos to them and they deserve it they yes do. i mean hello how many emmy nominations yeah. did they have <laughs> come on and i will say i got a throwback i did get to go to the emmys this year yeah. oh yeah i got <laughs> to see did. all the young pearsons oh they were so i was cute. walking out and they were all hanging out together like they yeah. all literally were hanging out and walking out oh, together and sat together and i was like <laughs> Which the the younger younger ones? Or the, the younger teen? younger ones and the teens. Well, not the young young Pearsons. It was um, Randall's daughters. Okay. And then the the middle aged Pearsons. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Nice. So that was super exciting to yeah. see them. I was like, oh, good. I'm so glad that this is like a thing. Yeah. I love seeing them. Oh, especially yeah. Lonnie. I'm obsessed with him. To see oh, him grow. Oh, I love him. He so. is the best. <laughs> he is like, Lonnie actually in the show. I know. Well, hopefully, we'll get some more of them back. Oh yeah. I wonder when we will. We're gonna see little Kate next episode. Right. And that kind of leads into predictions. What do you guys? Oh, oh. predictions. Oh. Perfect. Keith, take it away. Oh my god, I hate predictions, especially for this because <laughs> I feel like it goes from zero to one hundred, and I'm always like just below zero. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, looking forward to this week's episode. I know we'll get to see all three Kates, which is a very interesting mm. thing to do with stories. So I'm excited about that. I think that Kate's going to come to some big decision. I don't know if from her surgery she's going to decide to continue and try to have a child or if she'll deter from that but I, I of course we'll see a lot of Kate 
And hopefully we'll start to see a glimpse into Kate experiencing Toby's breakdown and kind of mm. getting into that. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm giving you. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you a tissue for that. <laughs> I don't have any like next episode predictions, but I think for the season, this season we'll definitely get more into Miguel and how mm. Miguel and Rebecca actually started becoming more than friends. Because yes. um, I'm really interested in how it turned from like, this is my husband's best friend to now I'm in love with him. Facebook man. <laughs> Making relationships happen. <laughs> they were on Tinder, so well, no, I'm really comment, curious. Remember, whenever oh, they yeah. had the message, it was Facebook oh, Messenger. It was. It was. was it? Yes, whenever Randall's uh, was, they were having their first baby, and then she was sitting on Facebook Messenger, and he messages her, yeah. and she messages back. Wow, dun, dun. Facebook has been around. I for thought you were joking, time. but that's true. It was Facebook. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm really into it because at first I was hating Miguel, but I've learned yes. to love him. So. I think with the more we've grown, I think we're starting to love these characters more mm-hmm. in spite of their faults. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because we're all human and we all have them and sometimes we just don't see them. Um, as for me, I'm really excited for next episode because of the Vietnam story. I'm mm, really anticipating yeah. to see a lot of pre-Milo because we touched on it a little bit during the date. Yes. That he really was. I mean, he had just come home from war. Yeah. And to see that, and to also see Kevin get a little bit more of an in-depth storyline going into his father, because you really do see the connections of, like, he really just wants to know what he was missing out on. Like, why didn't he ask those questions? Mm -hmm. And how, because people are asking him, how did you build from your role from your father and to see how synchronicitous life can be. Yes. That he got this role specifically and that Rocky like Sylvester Stallone was in it and that Jack loved him and that it was a war movie and Jack was in the war to see all of those things line up and to not face the reality of like, you really need to learn more about your dad. Mm. I think is really nice to see because I think we're going to get lower from the surface level of Kevin. Yeah. We saw a lot of that like peeled away during the alcoholism and going sober Mm -hmm. and whatnot. I think now we're going to kind of rebuild him up. We kind of stripped everything away Saw the re- real him, and now we're going to build him up to like a better. He hit rock bottom, so you can only go up from exactly. there. Exactly, right. I like right. it. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think next episode is going to be a good episode. Yeah. I think so too. I'm super it's going to be a great season. Yeah. I know, yeah. and I love this vibe. Just yeah. saying, obviously, we're missing Lena this week, but she'll be yeah. back. We'll have the full four in full force. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. Full four and full four. Okay. Full four and full fours. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to work on my tongue twisters for next episode as well. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to comment below because there is a ton in this episode and we want to hear your thoughts. Again, you can follow me on all my social media at Candice R. Cruz. Hey guys, I'm Paris Rose. You can follow me at Paris Rose with two R's. Yes, and we do want to know what you think and keep the conversation going. You can hit me up on social media at Keith underscore Andre. And we'll see you guys next week. Later. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.